Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's talk a little Luka Doncic. Now, I did not expect Ben to get the late-breaking Pat Beverly news that he has tweeted eyeballs at Luka Doncic. Just not too long ago, within the last hour, Luka Doncic started following Patrick Beverly. He is at PatBev21. Is that what what did we determine his thing was? Yep, yep. And, uh... And so he started, Luca started following him. And then as he did that, uh, Pat Beverly did eyeballs at Luca Doncic's Twitter handle. And as we've outlined many times on the show, they share the same agent. So what does all that mean as we head into free agency? We always have a tendency to way overreact to these things because it is fun. A heck of a lot of fun, but he's a free agent. And if you look at the way the playoffs are unfolding, it's no uh, surprise or no secret that the the Los Angeles Clippers' plan is to do everything they can to go sign Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard in the offseason. So the thought is, hey, while they're out there chasing those two guys, which would immediately make them the best team in the NBA, you, you can argue that's two of the top three players, maybe the top two, depending on how you feel about the Greek freak. Can you slide in and go get Pat Beverly and then use your cap space on another guy and suddenly you're kind of filling out your roster with guys? Because as long as Luka and Kristaps stay healthy, this team is not going to have any problems scoring. And hopefully, you know, we haven't talked about this a whole lot, hopefully J.J. Barea comes back and is close to what he was. Hey, J.J. And because he was such an efficient backup point guard, right? When their second unit always hummed with J.J. back there. So you wouldn't worry about offense so much. It'd be great to add another offensive piece. There's a lot of talk about Kemba Walker, and I don't think Kemba Walker is going back to Charlotte, so I don't know where he ends up. But don't really need to go chasing offense. I think in a lot of ways, signing Kemba Walker, which I would gladly take him, I think he's a really good player, but I think it's kind of like bringing sand to the beach a little bit. You got plenty of offense, and you really need two-way players and or defense and or rebounding. So let's see how all that plays out. But I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I want grit. I want toughness. I want players who value a defensive role and who are, will sell out defensively. Mm-hmm. They don't care if they get the ball. They just start coming to shut guys down. So he's the only one I know of on that list. I'm sure there's a long list. Maybe we can get into that at some other point. But so that of all, I would rather just go get Patrick Beverly than waste your time chasing fool's gold, trying to get one of these other guys that you're never going to get. You know, one guy that I think is kind of interesting on all that that I've been thinking about when you talk about grit, uh, he's looked at offensively as a ball stopper. But offensively, he's really good. He's also looked at as a guy that can be a little too much on young young players. But will Philly give Jimmy Butler a max contract and then turn around and give Tobias Harris a max contract? So then Philly will have max contracts for Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and then in one year, two years, have to give Ben Simmons a max contract. Are they really going to do all that? <clears throat> they have the closest thing to, if Kevin Durant leaves, the closest thing to still having a quote-unquote super team. Ben Simmons, former number one pick. 
Uh, Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris probably aren't looked at as elite players, but Jimmy Butler's been an all-NBA player, so he's right there. But if they decide they can't afford Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler and they want to keep Tobias Harris, would the Mavericks be willing to go give max money to Jimmy Butler? He's still a stud two-way player, so he brings that grit. Just offensively, he is he is a ball stopper. And he's killed teams before, right, or coaches? He's... He killed the Timberwolves. I mean, it's hard to argue against that. And it took him a while to blend in with Philly, but with Joel Embiid being sick and Ben Simmons showing once again that when the playoffs get here, he can't score consistently, mm-hmm. he's been Philly's best player. I wonder if he looks at that and says, okay, this is uh, this is a fatal flaw here, potentially. Mm-hmm. Like, where would you rather be? I mean, they're both great situations, but if you're just looking at which two guys would you rather pair with, I mean, look, you can do no wrong. I'm not right. saying it. I'm not poo-pooing what the Sixers have, obviously. It's incredible. Right. But I think you could make the case that the Mavericks' two best players are better than the Sixers' two best players. You can make that case. It's hard with because when, when Embiid is healthy, I don't even know how you account for that. I, I agreed. Agreed. Um, but what do you think he says when he looks at that and goes, man, this dude, what he's texting the coach that he can't play Yeah, and at so six? Right. And so the question is, he knows he can't go, but he went anyways. Do you admire that, or do you go, come on, man, your mentality's off? Now, Embiid and Butler have been doing a lot of these press conferences together, and Embiid said, or uh, Butler said some really nice things about Embiid yesterday after the game. Uh, man, we, we'll ride with Joe. That's my guy, blah, blah, blah. Whether or not that's the way it is behind the scenes. I know when B- Butler got there, Embiid was openly bitching about what his role was now. I was like, wait a minute, why are we changing things to accommodate this guy? Don't we for, we all forget who I am? But for Philly, if they keep that team together, it's not just Embiid and, and, and Simmons. It's also Tobias Harris is a hell of a fourth best player. Right. I mean, he was the Clippers' best player, arguably, if it wasn't Lou Williams. So that's a pretty damn good situation. And, dog, if Kawhi leaves Toronto and Kyrie Irving decides he's going to go to New York, then I think, you know, it's you suddenly look at it and go, man, Philly and Milwaukee are far and away better than everybody else. All right. Did you I'll, see that the Knicks title odds for next season are like 16 to 1? They're, that means Vegas is very, very confident. And you guys going there. Uh, Adam Sandler said in his monologue, or no, no, it wasn't his monologue. It was Opera Man saying for Kyrie, please come to the Knicks when he was doing SNL right. weekend update. I think like KD to the Knicks is like 100%. Really? Yeah. More than the Clippers? Well, I, I would kind of like that if, uh, at least if those guys get separated. Mm-hmm. I would hate for them to be on a super team. What would you unit. think about Kyrie and Kevin Durant to the Knicks? I mean, I love Kyrie. That'd be that'd be a super team. Feels obviously, so bad for Dennis Smith uh, Jr. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I do think of those four guys we were just talking about, I th- like I said, I think you could make the case that the Mavericks two players are, are better than the Sixers two. And that's all about what we've been talking about, Ben Simmons not being able to shoot. Right crunch time and whatnot it's a huge problem but Joel Embiid is the best of all four of those players I think I'm not trashing Joel Embiid right he's clearly the best of those four guys but I think Joel Embiid is an MVP caliber player and I think Luka Doncic is an MVP caliber player so then it comes down to I think those guys are going to be pretty close in terms of overall value in the league Mm -hmm. maybe give it to Embiid because uh, he's a big but God Luka is a a transcendent giant six foot eight point guard. I don't know, well, but but uh, then it comes down to who would you rather have, Ben Simmons or Porzingis? Porzingis by far. I think Embiid's the best, and then it goes Luca, then Porzingis, then Simmons. In Me my too. opinion, 
Um, but that's a great way to segue because if if Luka Doncic is going to be everything we want him to be, some of that's going to have to happen in the offseason. Will he take getting uh, transforming his body? Will he take that seriously? Well, Rick Carlisle and Mads assistant coach Jamal Mosley and Dwight Powell, who is apparently backpacking across Europe, all went to Slovenia together. And so I saw our friend Bobby Carella tweet this out earlier. It's clips from a Slovenian, looks like a Slovenian sportscast. And we'll start with this clip. It starts with, with Luca by himself speaking in Slovenian. It looks like, would you say that's an outdoor basketball court they're standing on there, Shippy? Yeah. Okay. And then Carlisle walks in the frame and then walks out of the frame and then walks back into the frame. Golf, golf. We are having a great time here. In the most beautiful country. This is definitely the most beautiful country I've ever been to. Fantastic. And then all production <laughs> stopped and everybody went home. He said, no. we're having a good time here? Yeah. Can I hear the beginning of that? Golf, golf. We are having a great time here. God, please pull that. Yeah, that's going to be a forever, forever. And forever keep in drop. mind, when it, start, when it starts, Carlisle's not in the frame. Then he's in the frame. Then We he, are having a great time here. Then he leaves the frame and Luca looks at him and starts speaking in English and then Rick comes back. Play it again. Golf, golf. We are having a great time here. In the most beautiful country. This is definitely the most beautiful country I've ever been to. Fantastic. <laughs> I feel like we could, in the middle of that, we could probably insert that Cuban clip where he goes, oh, too bad. <laughs> but I feel like it would fit right in there. But then they interview Carlisle. And Carlisle speak. We cut this part out where he speaks the beginning part of the clip, talking about how nice, you know, and beautiful Slovenia is. But this is where it gets into the meat of all this. Play this, Shippy. I don't have any doubt that he's going to be the rookie of the year in the NBA. The number one thing is he's going to need to get in the best shape of his life, which he knows. He's going to have to continue to develop all areas of his game. It's a big summer going into his second year. Um, he's obviously going to be one of our best players and one of our most important players. So. Every year his responsibility level will increase. And so uh, it's important that he has a, a great summer in terms of conditioning and preparation. Oh, okay. I, I think there is an assumption that Luca's going to go get into the best shape of his life. And I have not, I'm not saying he's not, but I haven't been like, oh yeah, just wait. Because I think part of every young player especially ones that have done incredibly well, like incredibly well, is, all right, now what are you telling me? What are you, you going to tell me that I don't already know? Until Unless he views this last season as a failure in which he basically did stuff that only Oscar Robertson had done before, is, he, is not making the playoffs going to be this thing where he like lives in the gym? Because like even Dirk had this failure – or Damian Lillard that we're talking about right now has had this failure, and I don't know if Luca views this mm. last year as a failure. And I'm not saying he's not, but I am gonna, you know, if the, the, it's kind of like when we were talking about Luca this time last year, based off that Mina Kimes article, he likes, uh, you know, pizza and fast food, and just like every other 19 and 20 year old in the world does. And so a lot of times, you have to have something not really go your way before you change your habits. He may be on top of that. I have no idea, but I think assuming that just because he's in the NBA, he's going to have the summer of his life and turn into Rocky, 
I don't know that we can just assume that because he probably looks back at this year and goes, dude, did you see what I just did already? And you're telling me I got to do all this other stuff. I wonder who could even have that conversation with him. You know, like Carlisle, when I hear him say it, it's almost like he's, he's going to beg him and hope that he does it, but he has, he can't make him do it. Right. You know, it's so is there anybody who he would respect that he was like, okay, man, yeah, he's right. He, I need to do that. Or would he just, no matter who told him, you have know, that attitude like, man, what are you talking about? I don't know that. And I'm, dude, I'm totally speculating. One guy that I think could really bend his ear is Drogic. I know he really, really, really admires Drogic. And I know he admires Dirk, and they all do. But I don't know that Dirk is going to, Dirk's not, I mean, like Dwight Powell can tell him, but is he going to listen to Dwight Powell? I don't know. And, dude, please understand, I'm not saying that he's ignoring everybody. I'm just saying the things I do know about his personality are, okay, okay, that's cool. I've got this. Well, it's like Dirk talking about him. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't listen to me. He's very <laughs> much, hey, that's nice. I've got this. You understand I was MVP last year, right? You understand I'm going to be rookie of the year, right? You understand after the game, James Harden comes up to me and tells me how awesome I am. You understand that, right? So what's your resume? You know, I I just think that he's I think it's very logical that he would need to really experience some failure before he goes, Okay, I gotta make changes. Now I'm not I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping he's Casey already has his ear and you know, the coaching staff already has his ear. They might, but I've never just assumed that the guy that likes the yacht life in the Mediterranean is gonna go like put everything behind him, stop eating burgers and beer. I mean, dude, even Dirk stopped drinking at twenty seven. Dirk had fun. This guy's twenty. So I don't know that it's some slam dunk that he's not going to party. I think the guy's going to party. I mean, our own partier on the show, Shippy, you've seen him out and about. I mean, he's that's very normal behavior for a guy his age. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he's super low-key, though, and everything. You know, like, he, you, you honestly don't even really know it's him until he just walks right past you, so. But that's good that he's not going vertical on a keg in these places. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's just very, like, he moves very quietly for sure. Which is why, you know, when you ask the original question, like Jimmy Butler knows a hell of a lot more about Embiid and Ben Simmons than he does Kristaps and Luka. Right. They know that those guys can ball. That whole out of sight, out of mind, Kristaps hadn't played in a year, really a year and a half, if you want to look at it that way, by the time the season gets going. Yeah. But, man, I am so bullish on Porzingis. Dudes. Let we are we are going to be a fireworks offensively. So let me ask you this: I, out of sight, out of mind. No other free agents to be. Not this class, but let's say the next free agent class. I, I haven't looked at. it. I don't know if there's a bunch of I need awesome. To, I free need agents. to look at it. I but haven't either. Is there a strategy that would make sense for the Mavericks? Somebody was asking me this, where they say, "Hey, listen, we're not going to be able to get any of these big dogs this time. Mm-hmm. Instead of using up our cap space on guys that aren't superstars." Let's just show the world what Porzingis is now and how he and Luca work together, and then next year we'll have somebody want to join this super team. Yeah, I think there's logic to that. The good thing about it, though, Ben, is that the key is just to not go overpay on the guys that you pay. Like, as long as they're paid within reason, they're movable, and then you're going to have more contracts. And if you end up wanting to do a stretch provision next summer, there's candidates that are more likely to do it. I think you'll be able to put yourself in a position to pay guys, because Luca's not going to have to be paid for another two two years. So, I, I'm not saying don't go out and just sign everybody and use up your space. Only sign. That's why the Kimball Walker thing is so interesting to me. Kimball Walker's a great player, but is he is he worthy of them using their full $30 million on him and that's what their team is moving forward? 
Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you can trade Kemba later if you do have a chance to get a quote-unquote bigger fish. Those are all decisions they have to make, but I think they want to accelerate the quality of their roster because you'll really be able to fully see what Luka and Kristaps are when you get more better players around them. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 